Welcome to the podcast. We got a fun guest today. Vanessa Grimaldi. It's funny because we have to actually really set it up because the second Vanessa came into the room, she just started talking. It, it was like she was just so excited to do it that there was no like beginning to the podcast. No introduction, nothing. I didn't even know if you had started recording. And then all of a sudden we're just like off to the races and we're in it. So thank God I started recording. Uh, but it was a really easy conversation because we're both friends with Vanessa and it was just, it was just real. It was. And I think I caught her totally off guard because how many seconds in did I ask about Nick? Oh, almost. It was crazy. Almost right away. <laughs> and her and her face, she was is this really happening? I thought I was in a safe space. <laughs> it's like she came in thinking we weren't going to talk about her time on The Bachelor, the whole engagement with Nick. And we're like, uh, well, no, we want to know everything here. Everything. But I was surprised. I think she felt comfortable with us because typically Vanessa's a really private person. And I feel like we got her to open up. So without further ado, Vanessa Grimaldi. The first time I met Lori... It was it, right are off. Are we recording? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was right off of um, coming off of the show. Actually, no, yeah. We had finished recording the show in November. The show airs in January, and that's when Lori reached out to me. And that's why I always check my hidden DMs, because it was a hidden. It was in my hidden DMs at that point. And it was my first gig, or my first paid contract, coming off of the show. And I was like, okay, let me go meet them in person. And I automatically connected with Lori, like... I know she can come off as being like this strong woman and I love that about her because on my team I'm someone that's like yes 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 to everything and I need the Lori in my life that'll be like no Vanessa this is what we're gonna do and this is how you're gonna you know like protect your image protect yourself and like that can come off as uh I guess people can be intimidated by that or whatever the case is but I love that side of Lori and so when we connected the first time we met um, I was talking about how I wanted to start a nonprofit, and it's not like anyone gets paid with a nonprofit. Like I don't get paid; any, no one on my board gets paid. And Lori was like, "Let's do this!" Like, and she went full force. Like it was her and I for like the next couple of months after I met her, and we went full force. We got we got it registered. We put a, fa- a fundraiser together. We had no idea what we were doing. I had no idea like how do I start a fund? Well, like- well, I did because I used to do event planning, and if. You guys listened to our first podcast. That's when Lee had told me that I had gone up to him and said he was a horrible DJ and was playing horrible music. Completely shat on me as I was trying. I'm still not over it. Vanessa, you know Lee better than I do. Is he exaggerating? Would I say something that awful? No, but that's the thing. I don't feel like Lee exaggerates, but I also don't feel like something that's something Lori would have said. I think it's maybe her demeanor that would have made you think she had said that because it was like what 14 years ago 15 years ago it was that long ago but do you remember like do you have anybody from like elementary or high school that did something to you and you haven't seen them since but you've held on to that in your head oh my no? god yes i was kicked in the leg once stop and you remember in that person six. perfectly don't you i do what's, and what's she's still in my life today what's her name definitely not going to say her <laughs> name right now do you have one of those people Vanessa? Uh, not in elementary school. No, I, I remember, listen, I liked this guy in high school and um, he's now married with a, or a kid or two. And I had such a crush on him and I was a nerd in, in junior high. Like I loved You still studying. are a nerd. Yeah, I'm still a, a nerd. But bit. I was like that nerd that would, I would profusely sweat. Like my armpits were so, can I swear on this podcast? Yeah. So fucking sweaty. It has a stain from like my elbow all the way down to my tit. And I was always made fun of. And so I remember like, 
after I quit gymnastics and once I started developing like kind of curves, <laughs> I feel like I still haven't gone through puberty. Um, he started giving me attention and in the back of my mind, I'm like, no, you're still that person that was so mean to me in sec one. It's crazy how we hold on to those crazy little thoughts, right? But do you feel like you're, you've gotten over it now that we've talked about it? Cause I, now 100%. I'm so sorry for ever making you feel that way. But I want to know what Lee's first impressions of me were. Because wait, did we meet the... When was the first time so we met? Was we it at we the met at, at the radio station for the first time. Oh, yeah. It was, and it I was remember recently you, engaged. And I... Yeah, you were still... Yeah, you were still with Nick. You'd announced it. You came onto the show. Okay, we met. And I was like, oh my God, this girl's really cool. She's pretty. And I got like a little crush on you at the time. And then you fast forward a few weeks. The engagement was called off. And I sent you a message and I slid Should into I your DMs and asked it. you on a date. Stop. And, I forget. And you said, well, you, you very gently said you weren't ready to, to date. Yeah. So then I played the friend card like, oh, okay, let's hang out anyways. Then a few weeks passed and I asked you out again. And you said no. Lee is very busy <laughs> sliding into DMs. Very busy. And he remembers every story. So 100%. do you know, do you want to hear something crazy? I use the expression... Um, a couple weeks ago sliding into someone's DM and I was with about 10 girls at this event in Montreal and seven of the 10 had no idea what that Are meant. Are they married? Yes. Yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. Is it a millennial? It's a millennial term? Josh. Sliding my, into a DM? Now, I think I think it is. Josh, my now boyfriend, slid into my DMs and I was like, when I was talking about how we met, He's like, why do you keep saying I slid into your DMs? What does that mean? I'm like, you messaged me on Instagram. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Just out of nowhere. It, do guys always come across as creepy when we do that? No, I love it. I wouldn't know. I've been with my husband for 15 years. So you know what the equivalent is? The equivalent is if you go back to when we were in high school and somebody would randomly add you on ICQ. Is that... you? Did you do that? Like, I mean, that that's that's what I grew up with. Like, MSN Messenger, Is it ICQ. I, I honestly MySpace. don't remember that part of my oh, life. Like, I, I love just, MySpace. I don't remember the theme song. dating. I mean, obviously, there's a few guys that stand out in my mind. <laughs> Whoa, but, that was a little look between the two of you. But not... I, I don't remember that. I wasn't... I, yeah, I was on ICQ, but I feel like that was like a hot second. No, for me, I loved it. Oh, yeah. I don't remember ICQ. I just remember I remember MySpace. MSN. Oh, MSN Messenger, MSN. yeah. Like, what is it? Uh, age, sex. ASL. ASL. Age, sex, live. Yeah. See, I don't remember 34, St. Lazar. This, 34, male, St. Lazar. That's where I live. 30, almost 32, female, old port. I'm ancient. I'm 36 years old. You're fucking old. Yeah. Wow. 36 you going on 86. So Do I... Actually, who was I talking with yesterday? I was talking with Jason Tardic, mm -hmm. and we were talking about Botox. And I, you know, I think he asked me, "Do you do Botox?" And I said, "I haven't tried it yet." Before Botox, there's a lot of other things that I'd like to do before I go to, towards Botox. Have you? No, I, and I'm not someone that's against it at all. I think at a certain point I'm going to need it. Like there's certain things that I'm like, oh man, like I look tired half the time. And I'm like, I'm not tired. I got so much energy, but I just feel like I have like deep set eyes. So like, I get under eye circles really quickly and then my eyebrows droop down and I'm like, Ugh, I, 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 I do want to try Botox. I, I mean, I have a few friends that have tried and it looks supernatural. I disagree. You think it looks natural, but like I wouldn't have guessed that either one of you would try Botox. 
we can tell when somebody has it. Has mm. there's a certain no? Look. I think you're thinking about fillers. Both. Well, fillers are for the bags under. Well, your fillers eye. you can get in the lips, right, yeah. and right. on your cheeks. I think. Oh well, my stomach is rumbling. I'm hungry. I think that's when you can tell. Botox. Had, well, if you can't do this, like if you have no facial expression, then yeah. But there's a certain look that, and because you start by doing a little bit, and then mm-hmm. you want that same impact. So over time, you do more and more, and eventually, you just can't move your face. I, I think it's super obvious. I think guys notice it, and and a lot of girls think that we don't. We just decide not to say anything because we know it's better not to say it. I think it's easy for men to talk because you men age so, <laughs> so gracefully. gracefully. Like the older the men get. The yeah. better looking they yeah. get. I mean, look at look at Josh, my boyfriend. Salt and pepper hair. I love it. People so think hot. That, people uh, think he's that, a good looking guy. Yeah, he's a good looking guy. But if I had salt and pepper hair at thirty two, <laughs> people would think like dye your hair, dye your hair, Vanessa. It's like that's not accept- That's not acceptable. Would Would your boyfriend be as attractive if he didn't have salt and pepper I hair? Don't, I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, listen, if he didn't I have his cute, I love I think his he'd be cute. Yeah, he calls his chin his butt chin, the Peter Griffin chin. And I love it. Like, I put my tongue through that line. I'm like, mm, I just love that. So thing. now that we're talking about Vanessa's current boyfriend, can I just bring up her ex for a second? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I've been looking forward to this. Yeah. I told, I told Lee before this was a question I was going to ask you. Uh, I just saw online last night before going to bed that apparently Nick has a new girlfriend and she looks exactly like you okay just like people are saying that josh looks exactly like nick i don't see the the i don't see no, the resemblance at all i don't all. see that either nick does have a type if you look at me and andy and jen brown hair brown eyes um caitlin i think is the only one that had lighter hair and lighter eyes but he does have a certain type physically i'm actually happy for him I, you know, like... I, That's such bullshit. No, it's really not. It's really not. <laughs> no, I, I agree with Vanessa. <sighs> She's so past this. Yeah. I think you Doesn't truly are. Doesn't mean you're still, like, have... I don't think you have any feelings for him at all. But to say you're genuinely happy for an I ex... Am. Be- it's... Yeah. I'm neutral. Uh, you know, when, like, you're so neutral. Nu- you're neutral. Yeah, so, that's different than being happy But that's happy why I'm like, somebody. I'm not happy. I'm not sad. I'm not like... I'm like, good for you. Like, when when... I get what you're trying to say, but when you're so over a situation, and for me, it's been three, no, it's been two, three, two years, two years. It doesn't, like, I don't even remember being on the show. Sometimes I'm like, wait, was I actually engaged? Like, it's such a, it feels like such a lifetime ago. And yeah, but you did go through a lot with him. And it, yeah. It, it, was okay. <laughs> let, let, I'm, I'm, I generally don't know a lot of details. <laughs> Vanessa's I, on the floor lying down yeah, now clearly, in the fetal position. You guys know some information that, that I don't. I generally don't know a lot about your breakup. Part of me doesn't care. Yeah. But part of me wants to just ask questions just for the sake of it. Okay. Was it a bad breakup? No. It was definitely not a bad breakup. It was we needed to break up. I think we were mourning the loss of the relationship before we actually broke up. So then once we did, it was like we knew that this was the best decision for both of us. So it was a very hard breakup for me. <laughs> was it? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think the process of the breakup, but the actual breakup itself, I think people thought, I remember friends flying in from- Well, like, I remember when you flew back from yeah. LA to Montreal. You, you 
I went to pick you up from the airport with your sister and we had to go in an undercover car because the paparazzi was waiting there for her and she just obviously she didn't want to do interviews (laughs) she didn't want pictures she was obviously going through a really hard time yet that's why and right it hadn't come out yet and I was still wearing my so what happened was but they knew because they were waiting for you and I was getting bombarded with emails and I was like I've never even heard of a Montreal paparazzi before have you Oh. Well, they exist because yeah. they were all over Vanessa at this time. Crazy. And so because the story didn't come out yet, I was still wearing my my engagement ring on my flight. No, home. it did come out. It came it out did. while oh, you while were on, on your flight. flight. Oh. It's true. Right. Yes. But I still wore my ring because I'm like, if anyone didn't read the article yet, like I just I didn't you know, I just wanted to respect the, the that space. And so for me, it was really hard, like looking down on my hand every time. I'm like, oh, my God, like this is not my reality. Like I. I'm not going to be wearing this ring anymore. And so that's for it was hard to accept something when you're like, you know, you, you when you're someone that's so willing and wanting for something to work out and it yeah. doesn't, it's, it feels like a huge failure. And because I think that's that's the biggest misconception that everybody has all these viewers watching the show, you know, they see them as characters on a show and not as real people and they're like, "Oh, how could they fall in love after a few months or a few weeks?" And even even me sometimes you know my clients will go on these shows and after i'm like how is this possible if you're you're so intense over somebody you know in two seconds but it is real yeah. and, and you did envision your life with 100%. him and you did envision children with him and you those emotions and everything that you went through together was real and it was hard and you lived it and you survived it it reminds me of summer camp I mean, we're both Jewish, Lori and I. So we, we clearly both went to summer camp. Did you? No. No. Yeah, of course. You're Italian. Only Jews go to summer camp. But when you're up at camp for the summer, it's like two months. You're in a different world. And you develop bonds with people. And then you come back to the city and, and it's completely different. I remember going away, meeting girls. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God, I'm in love with her. I'm going to be with her forever. Then all of a sudden you come back and reality sets in. So I feel like that's what the yeah. show's like. That's actually a really great comparison. Yeah, it, it really is. But it does work for some, you know, a lot of great relationships have come off of that show and they've had children and weddings and there it, are it, zero divorce rates. There are a lot of failed engagements, but not one person that got married got divorced. Not one in 20, okay, so, how many seasons? 23, four. So you were engaged. How long were you engaged for before you called it off? So we got engaged in November. We called it off in August. So that's what, nine months? Early, but in the in the public's eye, we were engaged from March to August. But no, in reality, we were engaged from November, from the day we stopped filming. When he proposed to you, yes. Was there any part, honestly, and I don't okay? Was there any part of you that was like, I'm not sure? Nope. I remember th- I was taking a. Sh- I don't know why I was thinking about this while I was showering, but I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe I was actually engaged and. I remember thinking how lucky I was when he got down on one knee. I'm like, oh my God, like you're validating all this love that I have for you. You're validating this relationship that I have for you. And you're picking me from all these women. You're picking me to spend the rest of your life with. And I remember thinking like, I'm, I have it all. Like I have a guy who like is in love with me. I have a guy who takes care of me. And there's a lot of parts where you don't see that weren't filmed like when my first one-on-one date with him when we went on the zero gravity he was so attentive like after we got off the the airplane I was I went in the bathroom and he waited for me outside of the bathroom and and made sure that I was fine and he was so attentive to my needs and for me that was so after he kissed you after you vomited I know I knew that you you were winning the entire show because there is no guy that would kiss a girl 
after they puked if they weren't <laughs> that's disgusting very serious yep. about them yep i said my husband wouldn't <laughs> yeah it was very for me it was so romantic i'm like oh my god that is so sweet because you know at one point you're gonna get old and you're gonna yeah i don't know like or when you're pregnant and you're sick and you want to make sure you're with someone that's going to be able to help you throughout all of that and not be turned off by it because listen, I got a lot that's of shit. How, that's, that's how you know you're in this bubble and your brain is warped because in real life, I think my husband's in love with me. I think he loves me. I think he's attracted to me. You know, he wants to have sex whenever. Would he kiss me right after I vomited? Absolutely not. Not even the I feel first like week we would. that we met. You would. Oh, come on. Part yeah. of me would, but part of me is like, you would do it as a joke, like like it's endearing. You're okay, cute. no. What kind of kiss was it though? Like a little. It peck wasn't. Of, like a yeah, peck of it was lips. like. It wasn't like a deep. Yeah, I, I would, actually don't I remember do if that. there was tongue. I hope not. That's disgusting. I I actually don't you did, know. You were chewing I can't gum. Confirm. Granted, yeah, I was chewing I did mint, see that, but mint like anti vomit. Okay, gum. there's something cute with that too. Okay, but I want to get back to the breakup for a second. I know. Yeah. I also know this is something that you hate talking about because you always talk about it. Yeah. Right. But it's it's not even about the fact that you were on Bachelor. Not it's not about that. The moment when, okay, you guys were both mourning the loss of the breakup before it even happens, and you say it's mutual. Mm-hmm. Everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people say it's mutual. Oh, you can ask but, him. No, and, and I, I believe that mutual. because I've been in that situation. But who was actually the one to bring up the topic? Because that can't be mutual. That's one person actually initiating the conversation. I I don't remember, but we did do couples therapy. And then once we started doing couples therapy, we started realizing, wow, there's a lot of differences and things that we don't connect and see eye to eye on. And how, uh, how are we going to be able to make this work? And how, how is this going to be a, a healthy relationship? I don't remember who it was. It was, it's, it's so funny because I do feel like I was so a part yeah. of that relationship. Oh, you were. So, um, it really was mutual. I don't think there was a time where, you know, one of you brought it up. It's just kind of like when you're arguing and you're not seeing eye to eye, someone will bring up, well, maybe we shouldn't be together. Maybe this isn't yeah. working. And it kind of goes back and forth. Yeah. And I guess it's not even, it's if you're both thinking the same thing, but it takes one yeah. person to be bold and actually verbalize what you're both thinking, it's mutual, you know? So I was in that exact same position. I was with somebody for years and it was very mutual. She's actually the one that ended up bringing it up um, but we were both fully more than lost we had just moved back in together after I was living out of town when I came back we went on vacation together and we we're away in Europe on this trip Oof, and I'm that's like, far <laughs> you know, and we didn't break up there but we both were trying to make it work because yeah there was love for each other we generally both thought we were going to get married for so long and I remember I needed some me time so I went for a little walk and I called my old landlord from Europe and I said that's so random and I said I'm gonna need an apartment by the end of the summer even though like we were having a good time and it was good and I had love for this person we weren't in love anymore and I I started laying the groundwork for for moving out not long after and then a month later when we were still trying to make it work she was like yeah so what are we doing here I was like you're you're right yeah but I do have to say I think it was one of the most respectful breakups because neither of you ever trashed each other even until this day yeah so i will you know give him credit when it comes to that so let's let's end that right here trash him no i don't i don't no i I, honestly it's like how can you trash someone that 
just wasn't your person. Like I, I can't explain it. Like I there, think he tried. There's stuff to say. I mean, there. I think he tried everything he could in his power to make it work, and it still wasn't enough for me for what I was looking for a relation in a relationship. And I tried to do the same for him, and it was like just too. It just was like two bad puzzle pieces like coming together. And at, at one point, it was just like let's find a totally other puzzle to work on. All right, let's let's get past the past the Nick um, the Nick phase here. So, have you been watching Bachelor in Paradise? On and off. And I say that just because, like, I still get anxiety watching the show. And I don't think anyone will... I'm, I'm pretty sure people listening are like, oh I my was, God, Vanessa, like, I get over it. I was dying for Vanessa to go on to Bachelor in Paradise yeah. I thought year. you would have. Really? I thought you would have gone on... Knowing on me now, you think I'd, I'd survive a show like Bachelor in Paradise? No. You'd no. You'd be in a mental no. Yeah, exactly. I would literally be crying. Like Blake. Yep. Well, I mean, I the female version. Of well, no, I wouldn't be doing no. what Blake, you know. Um, Is he the one that like created all that drama a few weeks ago? Um, created a lot of drama. He, you know, he it was this whole stagecoach thing where he slept with a couple of girls, but. Um, You're both he, trying to be so politically no, correct right listen, now. Listen, Blake, I, I will never say anything negative about Blake because He's I, a really good he person. is the nicest, sweetest, okay, good-hearted Let me break guy. it down for you. When, okay, like you said, summer camp, right? When stuff happens at summer camp, it's like, well, how does this make sense in the outside world once you get back to like your hometowns and stuff? Yeah. In that bubble in Bachelor world, it's like, how do you make sense of things that happen inside the bubble and then you apply it to the real world? When it's applied to the real world, it's like, okay, honestly, what's the big deal? Like, guys and women, you're allowed to date whoever you want to be dating. I don't know the, tr- like, honestly, because I didn't watch the whole season, I don't know the the depths and the ins and outs of his the situation that he was in. Um, and I'm not here to say like I'm team anyone, but I think it's so easy once you're on TV or once you're like on radio or once you're in the industry to say like, oh, this person did something bad I don't like. Let's talk shit about them. You know? So yeah. I have a question for you. Yeah. And you have to answer. Okay. <laughs> Let's say you didn't have a boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> one guy in Bachelor Nation. Oh. One guy that you'd go on a date with. I really have one. to think this through. One guy I would go on a date with. Uh, I think I would consider. Um, and they could have a girlfriend now because right. this no. isn't a real thing. I think I, I because he's very good looking, Connor. The, that's, that's dating Gigi. No, that's Tyler. 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 <laughs> she's now she's on the floor. She was so <laughs> sure of herself a minute ago. Who else did I say this to? I I told I said, oh, I met up with someone today. I'm like, yeah, Connor's dating Gigi Hadid. And she's like, Connor's dating Gigi? I was like, yeah, Connor's dating Gigi. Tyler Cameron. Okay, that's why his last name starts with a C. Sorry. Tyler. I'm shocked hold on, because hold you on. normally your look is I, not good looking. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want a serious relationship with him. I think Do I you would just say your like, look is not good looking. Vanessa does not like good. Her boyfriend's very good looking, but in pretty general, boys, I don't like pretty boys. If you, I like like, oh, what's your story? Like, mm. I don't want someone. So who why has the like, fuck did you turn me down? <laughs> what do you mean? You have no idea. The guy she dated. The guy she dated after Nick. She would send me a picture. 
you know, and she'd be like, he ghosted me. And she said, I'm like, who is this guy? She'd send me his Instagram. I'm like, are you kidding me? This is who you're crying over? You are a freaking supermodel. You can get anybody. And she's crying over these guys. I would like she, to go. She is I, not into good looking guys. So I am shocked to hear. That I, but I would like to just have a, a, like a flirtatious conversation with Tyler, not Connor, with Tyler. But that would be it. Like, I wouldn't picture myself like. Right. He has his, he has no body fat. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. What are you? you need something to grow. Too much muscle. She loves a dad bod. You know, she likes yeah scruff. She's not. You want I'm shocked that you like. A yeah, boy. you exactly. want an everyday. I want a guy who's like a normal person. I want to drive a minivan and drop my kids off to play soccer. Like, I want someone like that who's more into family than their looks. And you don't care about the Italian part. No, clearly not. My boyfriend's Jewish. No, but I say that because it's 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 an important thing that a lot of people go through. Italians, Jews, Greeks, it's I, always the same thing. Jews and Italians are very, very similar. similar. So growing up in Montreal and growing up in St. Leonard, predominantly Italian, I remember thinking like, yeah, it's great that I have this wonderful culture, all these traditions, and I speak this language. But I want to learn more about different parts of the world when we have that in Montreal because there's so many different ethnicities. I dated one Italian my whole life. One. He was very Italian, wasn't he? Was he was very Italian. Yeah. yeah. He was you, very you Italian. He was my first boyfriend and great guy. Um, but I wanted someone who wanted to learn about different religions, wanted to, like, wasn't close-minded. And my boyfriend now is so, like, wants to help the world. And, like, he works for a Jew- Jewish organization. But he's so open about, like, want- he speaks Italian fluently to my grandparents. I'm like, how is did... This the, is this the plastic surgeon? No, this is my boyfriend now. Oh, yeah, Josh okay. speaks Italian. The pla- no, he did not speak. I was Italian. devastated that Vanessa didn't end up with this plastic surgeon because because you just wanted a discount. <laughs> I need <laughs> discount. I wanted a free. <laughs> and listen, people when when they find out, they're like, "Whoa, was your self esteem shot dating someone who was a plastic surgeon?" I'm like, you know what? He was one, if not the only person in my life that made me feel so fucking beautiful. And I remember thinking, like, "Oh, my boobs are small." He's like, "Never touch them. Like, small boobs will never be out of style." He's like, you know, like everything about my body, he worshipped and he never made me feel like you should change that and blah, blah, blah. I love that. Yeah. I also found it very hard, as you said that, not to look down <laughs> at your boobs. I'm wearing a padded bra and I call it a bulletproof vest. It's so funny because you do have very small boobs, but yeah. in a bra. Oh, yeah. They, they look, look plush. Yeah. I plush. never would have thought you had small boobs. Yeah. She does. <laughs> really? Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, they're not, they're not like, I, it's not like I, they're like a handful. B34. Yeah. Really? <laughs> How the fuck did you know that? Sometimes I'm a 32. It depends on the, like, the store, but, and you weren't even looking at my boobs when you said that. <laughs> He's very subtle. And let's not forget that Lee just admitted to you today that he had a crush on you initially. Oh, but I, I knew this. I knew this. Yeah, no, I was very open about it, but- Honestly, I think that's the best way that our relationship could have started because I love our relationship now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And getting to, don't take this as an insult, getting to know you more and more, I see that we are 100% not a fit at all. And compatible as friends. But yes. we are, yeah, super compatible as friends. And I love having you in, in my life completely. Yeah, same. And he knows my boyfriend and we're going to go on a double date. 100%. Yep. So if you are looking at all other reality shows right now, okay, and you had to go back on one show, which one would it be? I was thinking about this. Big Brother. And I know, like, you're probably like, Big Brother, you never seen... Like, I've seen clips of it. I haven't seen so, full episodes of it. I have a what? lot to say about that. Why? 
Vanessa would actually do incredibly well in the competitions. I feel like many people don't realize how athletic you are. Yeah. And you have, your endurance is great. I think you do incredible at the comps. Your social yeah, game I with win. the live feeds, Woo! your image would be shot first. <laughs> would it? For life. So, because yeah. I, I think she would do, I agree, but why, I don't understand that comment. Um, I think my anxiety would kick in and like, I'm someone that doesn't know how to filter. So, I, and I don't like filtering. So I'm like, why do, why do I have to put shit on? Like, why do I have to put all these different layers in front of like who I actually am to like appease other people? So yeah, I guess like if you're someone who's opinionated in the industry, sometimes they can get you in trouble. I'm, <laughs> so I think that when you're in that house for that many months. I would lose my fucking shit. And with the backstabbing that goes on. Yeah. Something about Vanessa is she is one of the most loyal people you will ever meet in your life. Such an amazing friend, coworker, in, in every single way. And I think you don't do well mm-hmm. with... With, lies. Pa- with, yeah. with lies and just cheating and backs. I mean, I mean, nobody does, but you especially because you, yeah. because of the way that you are and your values, you think that other people should be that way and yeah. not all are, especially uh, in that game. A little naive or trust, trusting, not naive in a negative way, but like you want to believe yeah. people only have your good be- intentions. Good intentions, exactly. Yeah, and they don't and you can't, especially in that show. And I think with live feeds, you would just be a complete... <laughs> basket case <laughs> a complete basket case it would case. be entertaining though Can so we maybe get, I should apply I think you should so so I've tried to get one of my bachelor clients onto Big Brother and they will not take um, ABC ABC yeah well, I actually it's, so it's I networks. tried to okay, get Kevin that. Went onto Big Brother Canada and they they wouldn't allow it see I've looked at that because the yeah, Big Brother Canada is owned by a different media company than I work for here. So I couldn't do the Canadian one, but I feel mm. like I could do the American one. Right. I submitted your name. Did so you? Yeah, well, I did. Well, because we spoke I, about it, I think so, I would do really well. I think I could win. I genuinely think that I could win because I'm, I'm, I have a soft side. I'm a genuinely nice person, but I also have a degree in acting, uh, which is a very important little... I did little, not know that. Yeah. Would, you how, would you be good in the comps? Uh, I, I'd be depending on them because you look like a beast I'm a big guy but so what you see from Big Brother is the bigger the guy isn't necessarily like I mean I'm not buffing like and, and jacked but that tends to not be a good thing like if you look at somebody like Fessy who was on last season yeah. like these guys are really big but there's some of them that just because you weigh more it makes it tougher tougher mm-hmm. right Absolutely. So, but in some of the comps I think I wouldn't win all the mental comps I would play an amazing social game I would be in the middle of the pack with the with the uh, the physical comps. Oh, that's so interesting. So you're big. You're a Big Brother fan. Yeah, I'm. I'm a new Big Brother fan. It's only uh. been like two years. And he watches Vanderpump Rules. Oh my god, I love it. Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> like, who's your favorite? Love it. Um, my favorite. Yeah, uh, I'm blanking on his name. Stassi's fiance now. Bo. Bo is just like, I feel like he's like the coolest guy. Like he's just somebody I really want to hang out with. But Jax is somebody that I relate to a lot because I see him struggling with everyday things and really having a hard time with some mm-hmm. things. Like, you know, when he drinks too much or mm-hmm. or his past of being a cheater. I, I, I really like Jax. Like Jax, I could see myself hanging out with too. Um, 
I know just all of them. I feel like I would just slide right in there and like. I like, think you should just submit your resume to Sir. Quit his job and just start working at Sir. <laughs> I would be a Bye. horrible busboy. <laughs> horrible. Bar, like uh, the yeah the the busboy. I think I would get along with Lisa Vanderpump for sure. So, mm. if I could be on any reality show, well, it's not reality, but if I could be on any show, it would be The Price Is Right. Oh my God. Oh, I good. dream. I waited in line when I was about, I think I was 18 years old and I would go to LA every, um, every summer and I woke up 6am, went to CBS studios, waited in line and they didn't pick me. Oh, uh, you know, Jen went on The Price Is Right. My friend, Jen, who submitted me for The Bachelor. Really? She got on. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. She got Pl- on. I, I, my dream is to play Plinko. Oh, I would love to play oh. Plinko. My dream would be to win a trailer. I remember when it was like at the end where you have to either get like there's a trailer or a trip to Europe. I'm like, get the trailer, get the trailer. I'm like, you can travel the whole country, well, not the world, but the whole country in the trailer instead of like going to one destination. I, I definitely wouldn't have gone for the trailer. No. I love trailers. I also love Wheel of Fortune. My cousin was on Wheel of Fortune. But so if you're on Wheel of Fortune, did they play? Yes. So if he you won. win in the States, you actually have to pay taxes Wait. on it all. Who right? won? My cousin on Wheel of Fortune. Stop it. Yeah. What did he win? I think he won like $25,000. Wow. Yes. But you can't just get it. You have to pay the taxes on it first, don't you? I didn't ask. Yeah, yeah. It's like there's, there's like a whole thing tax. how it works there. Yeah. You get taxed like crazy to do that yeah. stuff. So Vanderpump rules and the price is right. Okay. Do you meet any of these people? Like, So Lori represents you, right? When you go to LA, which you still go to regularly, don't you? Yeah, every, every, so every often. once in a while, and you see other people in the entertainment world or you know any form of celebrity, do you automatically feel like do you guys automatically gravitate to each other? Like you have a mutual understanding because that's how us regular people and like picture it. That's how you see it. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. I think I've been so out of the bubble uh, for the last three years, so I kind of feel like now I'm more of the person looking into that world than I am a part of it. But when I was really a part of the whole that whole world, it was normal for like, um, oh my God, I'm blanking. Uh, she's on Dancing. She was a judge on Dancing with the Stars, blonde, short hair. Julianne, uh, J- Julianne Huff. Huff. I remember her running across the stage and asking for a picture. And I'm like, oh my God, who's sitting behind me? There must be like this huge celebrity. So I'm like trying to peek over. She's like, Vanessa. And I was like, yeah. She's like, can I have a picture? I'm like, you want a picture with me? I'm like, can I have a picture with you? And that was my first moment where I felt like, oh my God. Like, um, there's a bunch of actors and stuff who watch the show, like Kardashians, uh, the, uh, not Kim Kardashian. I don't know if Kim Kardashian watches it, but her mom watches the show and she's a huge fan of The Bachelor. So Jennifer Aniston is another fan of the show. So it's pretty interesting to think that there's people in that world that know about us little people. I find it quite interesting. And I actually met my crush on, uh, were you there? Yeah. I wasn't there, but I've heard about it. Oh, Sarah was there. Sarah and my friend Kelly were there. So when I was on Jimmy Kimmel, he asked, who's my carte blanche? And I'm like, Rick Fox. And everyone's like, Rick Fox? Do you know who Rick Fox is? No, not everyone exactly. understands not French. Wait, wait. So carte blanche is who would her who like white card? Yeah, hall pass. her hall pass. Is he big black guy? Yes. Right. He was on some. Uh, uh, did he play basketball? Yes, he did. There he yes. is. I, I can picture him. I know you're talking okay, about. Yeah, I think he's from the Bahamas or something. Anyway, he's beautiful. He's super handsome, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, that's such a random crush." I'm like, "I don't know. He's Canadian, and he's like good looking." 
Anyway, I ended up bumping into him at a restaurant in LA. And my producer from my podcast had messaged him saying, Vanessa's in the, in the restaurant, but she's too shy to say hi to you. So when I walked out, I was a little bit tipsy. I had one drink, obviously. And I'm like, walked out of the restaurant. I'm like, bye, Rick Fox. He's like, Vanessa. And I'm like, what do I do? Do I go back and I say hi to him? Like, I don't know what to do. So I walked back and I said hi to him. And that for me was my biggest highlight. So Lee actually admitted that his celebrity crush is Hannah G. Oh my God. Come on, she's adorable. She's beautiful. And she just seems like such a nice person. Yeah. So, I mean, that could, you can probably meet her. You, you want a signed autograph, a uh, signed picture? For so, <laughs> a, a few weeks ago, I, I called Lori and I was like, I admitted to her who my celebrity crush was. And she goes, one second. And she yells Hannah's name. She was in Hannah's apartment. And we oh. spoke on the phone. And it was super, it was kind of funny. They were both being smart asses with me, being like, oh, it's your crush. And I was like, listen, Hannah, you lost out on this <laughs> because my girlfriend and I are having a baby, and I'm very excited about that. So you can't that. have any of this. Did you know that Lee's having a baby? Yeah. A girl. So excited. When is she due? December 12th. Wow. Three months. Okay, uh, we yeah, need to go away. on this date before it starts snowing. and. We really do. It's uh, I'm I'm so excited. So this last week I painted the room and built the crib. Wow! And it's like that's Look a huge. You, oh my god! Well, I put it together. How many I weeks? Is she, Babies oh, are us. How I many mean, weeks is your wife? Um. Well, she's giving birth December. Yeah, minus three months. I'm bad at that because it's oh, not wow. it's not nine months, right? It's ten months the pregnancy. Yeah. So I, I don't know why there's this forty weeks. Forty. Oh. Yeah, it's forty weeks. So she's. Three, twelve, yeah, probably twelve weeks. Are away. you going to be one of those parents that say, "Oh, my baby is eighteen months or nineteen, twenty-four months," and I'm like, "Okay, I know what twenty-four months is. That's two years." Uh, no, no, shit, up until a year, you, you say, "I think eleven yeah, months, then a year." But after that, I always did months. I was that parent. I did, it's and annoying. I'm like, "What does that mean? Like, what does that mean?" I was months? even worse because my boys were premature, so I would be like. They're um, 18 months, but their adjusted age is 16 months. And everyone's adjusted, corrected. So yeah. now they're what? Si- I was that 60 parent. months old, right? Now? Yeah, they're 60 months old. My boys are five and a half years old and they just started oh, kindergarten. Sorry, 66 months old. Well, you're old. good at math. Wow. I can't figure that shit out. <laughs> like 12 Me times six. <laughs> yes, together. Oh, even worse is Taylor from Nick season. When I, when we were in Bali, we had to try to figure out what the conversion rate was with like our money. And she's like, I can't figure this out. And half the time we're like, I, I don't know how much I owe you. I think it was $100, but here's 200 because I think we miscalculated. Terrible at calculating. Not good. Yeah, I was never great in math either, but you know, look, you don't look need math. You, now. you don't need math for everything. You need math for the contracts. <laughs> <laughs> no, for the co- <laughs> but I have a calculator. Yeah. And so teachers in high school would always say you have to learn how to do this because you're not going to always have a calculator with you. Uh, and yeah, now you got it's an in our phone. phone. Exactly. Yeah. So you've been in the world of podcasting now for a little bit. You've mm-hmm. been on tons of podcasts. You host your own. This is new to Lori and me. What are topics you think we should cover? Because you know us both pretty well. So it's we're learning as we go here. Where do you think we should go with it? Well, I think it's interesting having someone, A, that's in radio, and B, that's a publicist for a lot of TV reality people. So it's the insight that you guys have into this world that no one is really a part of. You know, when I get asked about things that I do behind the scenes, it's, for me, it's like, oh, I'm not doing anything that interesting. Or I'm not, in my head, I'm like, oh, I didn't really meet any, anyone that interesting. But that one person that I did meet, people really want to know about that person. So I think it's, you know, the, the relationships you have with your clients, the relationships that you have with, um, you know, people on the show and people that you 
um, work with on a day-to-day basis, that's what people really, people want to know the behind the scenes stuff. Like how can we get more information from things that we can't read online or things that we, that are not being uh, talked about or that are not being written about? You guys have access to that. We do. Just how much am I able to share? And and that's it. Like I love, like I don't really have, you know, I'm in a different world than both of you. Like I don't, you know, I don't have tons of behind the scenes access, but I kind of understand how a lot of the entertainment industry works. I'm looking forward to really bugging Lori. He's trying to crack me. Oh. Well, because I know she has certain information that she could tell me when the mics aren't on. But, be careful. Yeah. They the might second. not quote unquote be on. <laughs> no, I, I would never do that. But this podcast is now my life. I've lost my entire career. <laughs> so it <coughs> that that's what I'm looking forward to. It's yeah. trying to get more information out of Lori and sitting down with people because I so, I judged you when I first met you. You or what, judge everyone, clearly. We all fucking judge everybody. Let's be real for a second. Wait, what did you how did you judge me? No, not and it wasn't anything personal, but it was when I knew that Vanessa Grimaldi from The Bachelor, who's currently engaged to Nick, was coming into our show. I thought, okay, great. It's a bunch of BS. Yeah. I thought, okay, whatever. Like it's the the stigma with the reality show or with the bachelor is that it's not real. Um that you're just doing all this for attention. Mm-hmm. That, that's me being extremely honest. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. And, but it's easy for me to say that when I don't know the person. Right. And then the second I got to know you, I was like, oh, no, she actually went on the show to try to meet somebody. And she, you know, like, how do you fight that stigma? Okay, so I'm, I'm interrupting, which I'm great at, I know. I don't care what anybody says. Anybody going on a reality show on television wants the attention. You could say no. Hold on. I appreciate hold on, you saying hold on. that. It's very I, honest. I'm being blunt. Yeah. Because there's people, there's someone like me, I would never, ever, ever go onto a reality show like The Bachelor or Big Brother to put my entire life out there. So I think that anybody going onto these shows knows what they're, relatively what they're getting themselves into. I don't think they know, understand the extent but I do think they're also going in with the hope to find love and to find a relationship. I do believe that. Okay. I think I agree with certain parts. I don't think that they want attention. And this is coming from someone who was on a reality TV show. I'm comfortable with the attention. I'm 100% comfortable with the attention. Someone like my sister who wouldn't be comfortable, I would never picture her going on a show like that. I didn't understand the impact of the show. And this was also three years ago when like, yeah, social media was a big thing. Now, social media, before you're even done filming the show, you're up at a million followers. So I think there is that incentive of like, yeah, you could have a life out of, uh, you can ha- you can have a different form of lifestyle, different, um, your bank account definitely will change coming off of a show like that. So there is a big incentive, especially now. Absolutely. As, as, as opposed to like when Jillian well, Harris was a yeah, bachelorette. No, it's you it's know? even changed since you were on The Bachelor. 100%. I see it now and I'm like... I mean, I remember we watched the first few episodes together. I had met Vanessa after she was finished filming. So it was before the show aired. And when we started watching the episodes I remember I think you started off with what 400 followers not even and I think it was yeah. 300 and I knew 200 of them I'm like 100 people that are following me that I it don't was all know. Italians from Montreal yeah, the <laughs> after <laughs> after the first episode it was you were at 150,000 followers yeah. it was it was crazy 
Have you ever bought followers? No. I mean, I'm I'm not even, I'm losing followers every single day. So I had a conversation with Lee a little bit ago, and he told me he thinks Justin Bieber buys followers. I think, not him personally, his man, I think everybody in the entertainment world because I think it is, it is an ego thing and it's a business thing because it's better for you when people look at your account. Yes, we could all tell when they're, when they're you know, fake accounts, but I'm convinced that most people buy I followers. I think, yeah, I think we live in a world where, it's, where we quantify everything. How many followers, how many likes, how many, how many, how many, how many? I was recent, I recently had a meeting um, with a company and we were all sitting around and talking about followers. And I was with someone else who didn't have a huge following, but her followers were authentic. And they're like, we are able to see, because they, they have programs where they're able to see who are the bot followers. And those are the, the, the influencers they don't end up working with yeah. because if they're investing all this money into an influencer that has 50% of their followers are fake, they're not 50% of their followers are not going to be buying the products. So you want to make sure that you're with someone who's authentic. So I get it. I mean, listen, I look, I look at my account every day and I'm like, oh, it's going down to five, seven, five, 759, 758. I'm like, okay, well, if I'm going to not be on the show for another year, I'm probably going to go down to 600,000. Like literally, and I'm, and I'm comfortable with that. Once Nick and I broke up, I lost like 150,000 followers, 150,000 followers. But I was okay. I was like, okay. It's not even just in the celebrity world. There's a lot of people I know that just have a regular everyday job that all of a sudden have 20,000 followers mm. and because they want to get into the influencer world. Mm-hmm. And the whole influencer thing, I look at them, I'm like, but but what do you do? Right. Like what, you know, like. So I will say with confidence that my clients that I know have, that I know of, sorry, have never bought followers. The clients Honestly, that you have. The clients that I have, yeah. They've never bought followers. I mean, you could see it. The followers go up every episode. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, their engagement needs to reflect their following. Well, that's exactly it. When mm-hmm. you have, you know, 100,000 followers, but you get two comments on a picture. Uh, mm-hmm. like, but there's a lot of bloggers that you see. Tons. Yeah. And I see even like, you know, we're here in Montreal right now. So that's, I, I know a lot of people that are in the influencer world. And you see a lot of that. Where tons of followers but super low engagement. And it's like, what are you doing? I don't understand it. Uh, you guys are, you just got quiet and you're, I see you no, judging people right no, now. No, I'm not I judging. Vanessa's hungry. No, She's yeah, hungry. I'm, I'm fucking starving. It's uh, 1230 uh, and I didn't eat anything this morning. I will say when sometimes I post a picture, that for me is something like really inspirational, but it's not what my followers want. I will get terrible engagement and I will get ter- like not many people will comment on it. You know, that doesn't reflect, it just reflects what people want. What are their interests? What do you, what do you need to feed them with? So it's interesting because in Canada now, we no longer see likes. I love that. I fucking love that. So you can make a decision whether or not you want to like a picture or not. Instead of saying like, oh, well, all these people liked it. Let me like it. So that, you know, like instead of being influenced with what other people are doing, just fucking do whatever you want to do. Like or not like a picture. I didn't think I would like it, and I it only switched over for me like a month ago. Oh and, wow! And I yeah, I was one of the later ones, and I actually really like it. I think it's a very good. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it yet. <laughs> I do think that in the society that we're living in now, with you know social media, it's rampant and it, it's becoming more difficult. Like I don't think that people need, should feel validated by the number of likes. Um, of their posts. So in that sense, I 
I, I am happy about it, but I do think it's, it's difficult. You know, when you're working with brands, I, that's how you measure the success. Well, we could still see it. I mean, from my point of view, I could see who's liked my post. I could see the, the insights and the statistics. Right. And you share that. So you're able to. You're absolutely right. So yeah, I do. I, I think it's actually a positive thing. It, yeah, for me, it alleviates a lot of stress of like, oh, I know, like. But you still see. I think the people I'm, that are uh, I No, I'm not able to see it. Oh, no more? No, I'm not able to see it. I have to click on my likes and then it'll and tell me. And you don't me, see other people's likes nope, either. I don't see other people's likes either. Posts. And I, you know what? I, I love it. So, I, really I mean, I will be honest. I, I'm i linked to a lot of my clients' Instagram accounts. So the ones in the U.S. Can I have the passwords? <laughs> I don't even remember. How do you password. remember the passwords? I don't remember my own password. So, no, they're just autom- It's automatic. I could have five accounts at a time. So if I go into their account and they're obviously in the U.S., I could see, I could see likes. When we send, by we, I mean like the everyday person sends an Instagram message to somebody famous, Is it do they answer it or is it their people? It's me. Oh, it's them. In, in your, it's, like, it's 100% oh, What about somebody like, like really big? Like we're talking like a, not a Bieber, but like a... I still think the Bieber is... So there was this whole thing with Drake, right? Somebody asked... Yeah, it was a, yeah. Fake, it was a fake thing, though. It wasn't real. Oh, it was fake? It was fake? So, it, yeah, the, the teenager who posted it saying that, you know, reached out to Drake saying, hey, will you perform my wedding? And Drake wrote back saying, yeah, I'll perform if you get uh, 100,000 retweets or whatever. Uh, he made a fake account to answer as Drake. It wasn't <gasps> actually Drake that did it. So it was just so Or he, did Drake just back out? No, so it, it, this kid admitted it. This kid admitted really? that he did a fake thing. He was doing it just for the attention of getting... Uh, it's, a viral that post. is actually genius, and now he's Brilliant. he has an account, yeah, with three hundred thousand followers. Wow. Yeah. Crazy! Why did I did never find that? No, it's nothing illegal. No, well, it's probably something illegal somewhere, but that's not so bad. Vanessa, you guys, I'm so happy for you when you when Lori told me because I know Lee, you told me you were starting a podcast, and Lori's like, "Yeah, I'm doing it with Lee." I'm like. This makes sense. I don't know how this happened. No, this but totally makes great. sense. I, I think it just works. I think it's we're gonna have tons of fun. We'll definitely have you back on because thank I you. think it's BG the OG. BG the OG. Right. Um, so thank you so much. Uh, what's your Instagram for the three people that don't follow you? Uh, uh, Vanessa Grimaldi thirty. <laughs> please follow her. her, her <laughs> Come on, I don't want to buy any followers. Just please follow me. But she will pay you. <laughs> Vanessa, thank you. Love you guys. Love you.